Welcome to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, the podcast for all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen, this season reporting to you from Iceland. Outlaws, that was the sound of an Icelandic fly who has been the subject of mm, about three poems now. Not that particular fly, but uh, just the Icelandic flies in general, uh, which seem to be very dominant, aggressive, uh, omnipresent, even on the edge of winter. Uh, they like to uh, inhabit the cabin and zip and zoop around and generally annoy. Um, Once in a while I have to slay them. Usually I just leave them because they end up quite quickly on their backs on windowsills, thus solving that issue for at least the moment. So this is my second to last uh, podcast episode in Iceland. Uh, Today we had an utterly gorgeous sunrise. There's lots of swoopy-doop clouds everywhere. It's just stunning. I really feel like I came here for the clouds, you know. I wanted to feel alternate kinds of weather and intensities of nature uh, because it always moves me and makes me create art and makes me feel fully alive and I've definitely found that here. But I want to recount to you a little adventure I've been going on the past couple of days, which is, so at the end of a trail here, uh, I found a creek I'm going to read a poem at the end where you'll hear that. And, uh, of course, it feels a little bit symbolic. Uh, Today is my fifth anniversary with Michael, my bassist partner, uh, who started off as my Airbnb guest back in September 2018 (laughs) and quickly became a friend and then uh, a mate, um, somebody who basically gets me in my life as an artist and has been very supportive. And uh, yeah, it's imperfect as all human bonds are, but uh, we're doing our best to keep it real and keep connecting despite all. But at any rate, um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, so I finally found this creek and I just thought it was ironic and thus it became a symbol because often we give up on things too quickly in life and people. uh, And we say, oh, it's not going to go anywhere after all. And then you go just a little bit further and you round that bend or, you know, you find another curve, uh, you, you find another way of accessing and engaging and, you know, just reconnecting with the human and you can transcend those feelings of rupture and, uh, despair and enjoy renewed hope and that's what the creek finding it after I didn't even think it was there and I'd gone back every single time without finding it and then poof there it was so I spent some time by the creek yesterday the day before and then yesterday I remembered that uh, one of the painters here had told me that there was an abandoned campsite at the end of 
that trail and you can't see it until you go down the side path around by the creek which is dried up in part and you end up in this vast area I thought she was just talking about one tent she she said you know bicycles that had fallen over and so forth and it's just this massive at first I thought it was a children's camp or you know campground and then it turns out it was a trailer or a caravan park that so I heard from her uh, boyfriend who's Icelandic that the reason is is that there was extremely high winds and it was deemed an unsafe location for trailers and lean-tos and shacks and so forth so that's kind of the assumption I was under and then somebody on Facebook said to me who'd been here she said oh no these people were forced out by the government two years ago and it was a a big brouhaha and uh and then actually I remembered Alda like two weeks ago when we were having stew in the kitchen of the big house and she said oh there's this tragic situation where all these people who've been going to these summer houses for like 50 60 years or these trailers these you know uh, abodes uh, every year they'd been gathering and you know generations upon generations so a real solid community and the government have forced them out because of course like everywhere else well you know these people are poor uh, they're not paying as much money to the uh, locality here and we can uh, just bulldoze everything and put up much more expensive abodes uh, for these uh, shishi people who are coming to use the Fontana Spa every summer. So that is indeed what happened. Uh, so I think that information has been erased or, you know, alighted somehow because I can't find any, anything about it online other than the fact I found a little clip somebody had made of their trailer and the family having dinner on the deck and them flying the Icelandic flag and it all being very um, just joyful and, uh, you know, beautiful uh, gathering time for people in the summer uh, to enjoy each other's company. And uh, that was posted in 2019 on YouTube and it's shocking to look at the before and after because the after is all these ruins. Um, there's wood everywhere and nails and, you know, uh, discarded, abandoned trailers and huts and the washrooms, uh, the saunas. Uh, everything's just, it's just full of garbage, of course, everywhere. And, you know, kids' bikes just left behind, toys implements, uh, appliances, uh, barbecues, TVs, microwaves, uh, all the things that people use in their daily lives. Uh, some taken, of course, but probably there was a lot of anger and sorrow and pain associated with this displacement. Obviously there was. And so you really feel that there, there's this eerie beauty. But now I know more, a little bit more of the fuller story and picture I can feel that sense of people just being like fuck you and just tossing everything all over the place and leaving it behind for others to clean up because they were powerless and helpless to stop what they didn't want to have happen uh, the rupturing of this lineage so I took photographs and, and video and I think I might make a short film about the experience and then I also gathered up uh, 
a nest that I found in one of the abandoned buildings. And so I brought that back and put it in a Tupperware container in my backpack and I'm going to take it home with me. Okay, so I'm going to finish this podcast now because I see my roommate arriving and I will read the poem shortly. I've just stepped outside to record the poem so I have a little bit more privacy. You can hear the cars, the wind, maybe there's a few birds. And here's the poem. It's called The Turning Back. Just beyond where it always stopped before, I found the creek. Wide banks of volcanic stone with smaller stones beneath, and the water running shallow as I saw it, but deep where I lost sight as, curving around the birch and pine, it sank into the earth. Then lifted into rivulets, the sun began to speak. Just beyond where I'd always stopped, why didn't I persist? And now, with only three days left, I finally found the creek. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.